Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Good. Let me shut my door real quick. No worries. You in Vegas? I am, yeah. Do you like living there? I do. It's a good spot. Um, a lot of, lot of good opportunities. I mean, you know, like you, you were in Missouri. There's, uh, there's certain things that are very opportunistic and there's certain things that aren't. And Vegas is pretty opportunistic for just about everything. So yeah, good. It's good. Um, how's your day been, man? Good. Busy, busy, yeah. busy. Yep. Yep. I, uh, so I spoke to my grandpa. I don't know if you remember my grandpa. He, uh, um, yeah, he said it was uh, not a pleasure playing pitch with you, and he hopes it never happens again. <laughs> yeah, I did he, not. I did not enjoy that. <laughs> he's uh, he's very competitive with his games. I just don't. I didn't comprehend it. I guess I'm. He's a smarter man than me, of course. Well, I think you're doing a little bit better financially. So, any, that that oh, I'm just messing with you. So, how's everything going with the family and everything? Good. Yeah, good. Thanks for asking. Um, I had to pick up Miller, my youngest, at preschool a day. She's had two seizures um, over the past eight months. One is a one-year-old and a two-year-old. And the last time she had a seizure, like a month and a half ago, um, right before Christmas, she she, gets like a headache or a temperature spike, and she acts funny. And the teacher messaged Chris, and they said, hey, Miller has a, a temperature. And it's starting to f- sound and feel a lot like it did when she had her seizure. So I went and picked her up and um, oh, no. I went and picked her up and took her home and, you know, did all that stuff, but it's good. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Gotcha. Dang, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I'll be praying for you guys. Oh, it, she's fine. We got her okay. checked out like a neurologist and she's good. The neurologist, okay. like she, there, it, it's something that kids have and she'll grow out of it by the time she's five or six. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you. But not fun to watch. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I can imagine. I can't even imagine. That's, oh, that's tough. Um, did you watch the chiefs game this weekend? Dude. Yeah. Man, if, if Mahomes starts walking on water, I don't think, I don't think it would surprise anyone. Yeah. I, I, I know. I know. Are we, are we recorded? We're not recording yet. Are we? Uh, we are. Yeah. But I can cut it at any point. Yeah. Yeah. I, Kate, your dad messaged me we like about Caden having interest to go to the game this weekend. So I sent a message last night with the details, and I haven't heard back. Um, He's going. Oh, he is. Yeah. Are you going? Yeah. Okay. You want me to cut this part out? I mean, it doesn't. Whatever. Oh no, no. I just didn't know okay. if he. I didn't, I didn't hear back if he's kind of doing his own thing or what. Yeah, he's he's going. I called that little punk today. He didn't answer my phone call. I'm gonna freaking beat him up. But I don't know if it's because like I'm staying where they don't want to stay or what. That I'm like, hey, this is where I'm staying. This is what I'm doing. My dad's not going. Yeah, no, no, I know. But yeah. I sent your dad a message. Yeah. Yeah, no, he got Caden a ticket because because uh, of his birthday was uh, two days ago. He turned 19. Oh, so he got a ticket already. Yeah, he's got a ticket, plane ticket, everything. Oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been told that today. So, yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah, you should uh, you should hit him up. I'm sure he, he – my cousin Smith, uh, Jeff's son, is going to be 
going out there. But um, so, man, I figured since we're a little bit pressed for time and I've, I've got a recorder right here and I want to honor your time, uh, I think the best thing to do would probably just be not a Q&A, but just kind of pick your brain on real estate. That way, anybody watching it just has like a good deep dive on real estate, if that's if that's cool with you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it real. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I'm all I know about real estate pretty much, I know a little bit, but pretty much all I know is, uh, what I researched to, uh, questions to ask you. So that's about, it. <laughs> so if I, uh, if I sound like an idiot, um, just ask me some MMA questions and I'll make you feel stupid too. So yeah, I probably don't know a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I know, I don't know much either, but, um, so one of the things I wanted to know just about real estate. So you, your whole, your, I mean, you've been in real estate, what, two years now, two and a half years. Yep. Two and a half years. Yep. And you've, you've kind of come in in a booming market and your first year you sold 35 million residential, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then your next year, three times that at about a hundred million. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Now is that, that sounds like a lot. Is that pretty abnormal? Um, to do that in that time frame is abnormal, but it's an abnormal, you know, it's an abnormal market and where I live, um, it, you know, it, it has a lot to do with the location, right? right? Um, where I live is a vacate, not that you asked me this Christian. Um, and by the way, thanks for having me. No, but I appreciate it. Thank you. It, yeah. It's a, um, it's a second, second home market, okay. VRBO, Airbnb market. So a lot of people, you know, it's an investment property for them. Right. So I, I tell a lot of my clients and friends, I feel more like a, a stockbroker than I do a real estate agent. Like, no, gotcha. nobody ever, I never read a book on how to show a home or how to turn on lights and how to walk people around. I just, you know, right. I, I, all about the numbers and, um, and, and, and a lot to do with, you know, it's a pretty fun place when their home's not being rented. These, you know, I work with all my clients are really, really, really family oriented, great, great parents, great people, great grandparents, and they want a fun place to bring their kids to the beach. Gotcha. Um, if their home is, you know, and not everybody puts it on the rental program or but there's also it's a 50 50 between like investment, but also, you know, making good memories with their families. Gotcha. So you kind of, as far as that goes, I mean, obviously, you know, you've, you've sold your whole life. You've been in sales. You've been in timeshare. You've been in, did you do real estate in college? I worked for a real estate company, but not in sales. Um, just, just was around it a lot. Okay. So you've been around sales. So obviously you have a very good, you know, it's kind of like me doing jujitsu. I have a wrestling background. Jujitsu is obviously gonna be a lot easier. Now it might take a while to beat some of these high level, you know, brown black belts, but because I have that wrestling background, I'll get to that level quicker kind of the same thing with the market, you know, like you feel like your sales experience has really lended itself to what you're doing now. Yeah. I think that's a, what you said about jujitsu wrestling is a pretty good analogy. Um, you know, it's, it's just about, it's about the people, you know, I, I don't want to sound, um, cliche. I don't want to sound elementary. I don't want to sound cheesy, but it really doesn't matter. You know, we can talk about the real estate market. We can talk about the location where I live. We can talk about the price point. It's, it's really about the people. It's about yeah. the customers, right? Um, you know, I, when I sell a house, I have their key in my office. I have the code to their house in my phone. Um, people are texting me, hey, hey, what's up? Um, you know, miss seeing you, Brad. You know, saw you a week ago. 
whatever. We just got an Amazon package dropped off at our house. Can you put it inside? You know, I, I feel like a concierge, but the people take care of me, right? They're taking care of me um, with the phenomenal living for my family. So I want to make sure that people are taken care of. Right. Um, when I say the people, I mean the, the clients. Right. So, um, and take care of them forever, not just take care of them with when it's convenient for me to make money. That's not, that's pretty, that's pretty shallow. Yeah. Right. You got to take care of somebody forever. If they've taken care of you, um, like, you know, and they, and they treat you good, you know, that's right. a big part of it. They got to treat you good. Um, which all, all these, you know, I feel like my clients treat me great and I, I try to treat them great. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been in sales situations before where my boss will say, uh, and I'm not going to say who or, what what I was selling, but um, they'll be like, yeah, you know, after the rescission, which is you know, the past the point of them being able to cancel, they'll be like, you can just delete their number or block it or whatever. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't like that. Like, I don't. I mean, I've I've answered. I never. I would never do that. I've answered people's phone because one, it's like, well, am I selling the right product? Because if they're going to be calling and complaining, and I shouldn't be answering, then like, am I, am I lying about something? Is there something I don't know? Um, so yeah, I don't like that. And it, it sounds to me like you've, you've steered pretty clear that more selling, not selling yourself, but just being yourself and allowing them to buy from you as opposed to buying from, or buying from somebody else. Is that more, does that make sense? Yep. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You, you hit the nail on the head and you got to stand behind your product, right? It, it, one thing about the product I'm selling now is I would, I, I am buying it. I'm buying the product I'm selling. I'm buying a lot of it. I'm trying to buy more. Um, and so I'm able to look at my, you know, I'm able to walk by my cousin. Like, yeah, I live there. That's my house. That's my right. condo. Like, oh yeah, Brad sold me that condo, but Brad owns one right there too. Yeah. Um, that's, um, that's important to me. And uh, it's very real. So um, I, in, uh, I, I, I enjoy that. Right. Mm -hmm. How does the structure of, real estate work. So I, this is one of the things I don't know. So do you, I'm guessing you get your real estate license and then you go towards like a brokerage. Is that how that works or how does it work? Yeah. Great, great, great question. Um, and fun question to ask, you know, cause I didn't know either. Right. right. I have um, no clue. I feel like an idiot. Yeah. I, I, I started calling people that in my mind, um, before, when I made the decision, I didn't move down here to sell real estate. I moved down here to be closer to family, you know, I have a couple preschools with them. Right. Um, I moved down here to be by family and then I was going crazy, not working. Um, which I remember correctly, your, your mom, Holly, I think told me that would happen. And I think, I, I think I was turning on to the Branson high road and she's like, I could see you doing real estate one day, which is really before she even knew I would live down here. Um, right. I think she, that might, might be a question for her, but I think that might've happened. Um, anyways, I, um, before I got my license, I reached out to the top three or four people, owners of companies or brokers or salespeople. I was like, hey, like, let me take you to lunch and buy your lunch. I'm going to get my license. And they were all basically like, yeah, don't call me back until you go get your license. Go get your license and then call me. So got my license. Um, you got to get a 75 to pass the exam. I got a 72 the first time. And then um, it, it's an hour and 45 minute drive one way. So, you know, three and a half hours round trip um, to get to, to take the, the test, didn't pass, came back, went back a week later, got my license, um, pretty frustrating for a minute there, but, you know, took me 
couple months of studying, couple months months of courses, internet courses, and then um, I just started calling those people back. Said I got my license, I want to work with you. Um, you know, one company who I'm extremely close with the COO, he's like, hey, we don't hire new agents. I'm like, well, you need to hire me. Here's why. He's like, we don't hire new agents. I'm like, you need to hire me. Here's why. He's like, we don't hire new agents. Um, so I went on to the next company or not the next company, but somebody else. And they uh, gave me an opportunity. Um, and you work for a broker who owns the company. You work for a broker and owner of a company. And sometimes there's more than one owner. And it's, they have a, you know, help, they have a marketing department, they have a COO or a, a, somebody, a trainer, mm -hmm. they have, um, you know, you can try to be on a team, you can go individually. Um, and that's, that's kind of how it goes, just like a, just like a corporate America, except you don't have, you don't have a boss, right? I mean, you do, but you don't have like, there's no, there's no, um, hey, can I have off work tomorrow? Or like, I could go to Hawaii for four months and not sell a thing. And, you know, I'm, you don't have to ask off work. <laughs> right. Okay. So yeah, that's, so that's kind of one of the things I was wondering, like, because you don't have a boss, but you have oversight. Is that how that works? No, you don't have oversight. Okay. So you nobody's, have... nobody's checking your numbers. You're just, you represent a company and they get the commission from your sales here and yeah. there. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. So if I didn't sell a home for three years, I have a feeling I could still be part of my brokerage. I, I, mean, I don't know if that's true, but yes. Um, and um, if I wanted to fly to Hawaii in two hours, I could. But if I want to keep making sales, I got to work from Hawaii from my phone and service my clients. Right. Okay. So as far as freedom goes, because I know some real estate agents and they'll say, you know, they have a lot more freedom, but they also work a lot more, which I, how do, is that, does that make any sense to you? Is that kind of what, like you're, I don't think that's kind of accurate. I think that's extremely accurate. Okay. And you're, you're, you're more educated on this than you realize. So this is my, this is my boss. Yeah. <laughs> this is my boss. This is who, you know, in an, an analogy in real estate will be, um, or not an analogy, but sometimes people say, Hey, instead of, instead of having one master, you have every client's your boss, right? So how, here's how I tell people, it's like I'm on call, right? Okay. I get calls at eight o'clock at night. I get calls at nine o'clock at night. I get calls, hey, can you show me this home in an hour, right? Um, and I have to have things in, in line or structured to where I can make that happen if I'm not here. And I have to make sure it's done correctly. And it's, mm -hmm. it's done you know, proactively, not reactively to where I can service my clients. Um, but as far as me, you know, doing something wrong, not, um, performing a certain performance, handling a situation the wrong way. I'm my, I'm my own boss. I'm my gotcha. own boss. No one is ever. Yeah. Which is, which is my, that's why I have such a passion for my job. Yeah. Like, you know, in corporate America, right? Like, you know, um, you could work for a company for however many years and they could walk in and fire you for whatever reason. Right. Like no one can do that. I mean, I guess a broker can say, I don't want you to work here anymore, but if I get let go, it's because of something I did. You know what right. I mean? Like I, like I, I, yeah, I'm my own boss. That's awesome. So with that, um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. Crap. Uh, 
so what is actually the process of selling a house? So you, you get the training. Now, when you do the training, is it like you're shadowing someone or do they just like say, here's what we use or how, how does that work? Is it both? Yeah. You can be part of a team. Um, you can, you can, you can, they have training sessions for new agents. You can, um, there's a little bit of kind of like figured out, you know, okay. um, but they have, um, you know, you can work with somebody, you can start off as a buyer's agent, which means I have a couple buyer's agents and, um, they're not necessarily new. They're very talented individuals. Um, but you know, if I, they want me to give them a certain amount of leads to work, uh, people that are interested in buying a house down here and I'll, I'll give them a lead. Um, to answer your question specifically on what's the process, you know, you either on this side represent the buyer, someone's looking to buy a home, okay, or you represent the seller, someone's looking to sell a home. Mm -hmm. um, and um, sometimes you represent both of them at the same time, which is a good, which is a good thing. Um, so that's what, that's how it works. And, um, you know, a lot of people say, and it's true, that people that get the listings control the market. Those are the agents that are doing um, the most business or have the most sustainability. I've been so new. I, I've 80% of my business has been buyers, but they're turning into listings. Does that make sense? Yes. Because they sell, they've owned their house for a year or two, and now they're ready to upgrade or sell or do whatever. So that's how, that's how that works. Is there any laws in Florida that prohibit people from renting out their house within a certain amount of time? Uh, yes. Well, you certain neighborhoods, for a year. like certain neighborhood. Oh no, no. Like certain neighborhoods will say you have to rent your home for a year. You can't do it for a week at a time. And some, you know, short-term rental versus long-term rental. There's certain rules in different communities. Gotcha. But you can buy a house and rent it immediately. Immediately. Rent it out. Okay. Is that, is that, is there some markets that you can't do that? Not that I know. Of. I'm sure there okay. probably is, but not here. I mean, not that I know of, right. But yeah, if you buy a home, you own it, you can rent it. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. I think I, maybe it was an HOA. I heard about doing that. And I was like, why would anybody live there? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if that's out there somewhere, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so what does your actual process look like? So when you decide, I mean, do people get in touch with you at this point? Cause I'm sure people weren't just getting in touch with you know, they don't even know what a Brad Daler is when you start. So what does it look like from, yeah. from start to finish, you know, deciding you're going to sell this home, somebody wants to sell this home or buy this home to actually giving them the keys and walking out? Great question. Um, man, you're, you're good at this, Christian. Huh. Um, you've done your research more than, you, more, than, more than you're leading on. Well, I appreciate that. Don't, uh, um, don't feed my ego too much. <laughs> um, the answer is in the beginning, you know, you got to spend some marketing dollars, um, you know, rather that be Zillow, direct mailers, Google, open houses where you sit there and people walk in and meet you. Mm -hmm. um, I started out on site, which has been a, which has been great for me to meet people like work for a developer. And then, um, and as your business grows, you start getting referrals if you treat people the right way. And then they start telling their friends about you. Um, and then, you know, then you're online. So if you Googled, you know, 30A real estate agent or watercolor real estate agent, um, I'm hoping I would be one of the first names you see. Okay. Um, you know, you can do that after the call. Um, but, or after, yeah. So, so starting off um, a lot of, you know, elbow grease, a lot of getting your hands dirty, still, but you still got to do that, right? Like, even though I'm getting referrals and things, you know, I still, do open houses. 
Um, so don't, I try to remember kind of what helped me get started in the beginning and right. not lose sight of that. Um, not lose sight of, of what helped me in the beginning, but you gotta, you gotta, the short answer is you gotta spend a little bit of money to get exposure, to get your name out there on, to get your name out there. Yep. What do you think? Because like you said, how many, actually I'll ask this. Um, how many houses go into a hundred million dollars a year in revenue? Um, well, I, I sold 47 homes last year. Holy cow. What's the average broker out there sell? Um, or like a high performing broker. Cause I'm guessing 47 is pretty high. I, I, would, I, I would think like 20 would be a lot. I think that depends on the market, but yeah, yeah. 20, 20 is a good note. Yeah. I, um, I mean, listen, I know my, my stats, um, I don't really focus on a lot of other people's, right. I just kind of take care of my, if I, I, I know I have certain goals. Um, I don't really even look at my, the only stat I look at for myself is, um, how many owners do I have in the history of doing this, right? Which is two and a half years mm -hmm. have ever done a transaction with me, um, have ever sold or bought a house with me as that number grows. Um, I get more confident in, right. in, in my future. You know what I mean? So well, that number is roughly like 87 or 88 right now. That's ever done a transaction with me. Mm -hmm. And now that it's gotten to 87 or 88, the amount of referral business I'm getting is, is pretty insane. I was just so, about to say. So in my mind, it's kind of like a snowball rolling downhill. Right. right? When that number turns into one, 150, right? If that number turns into 150, well, wow. Like I'll have to bring, I'll have to bring on two or three people to help me service all the, all the referrals I get. Right. Yeah. I've YouTube's kind of the same way. It's, it's a, it's an exponential thing because the more people you have watching, the more people you have telling other people to watch, which brings more people in. And then it just expands like 10,000 subscribers is easier to get than, um, you know, that last nine is easier to get than that first one. That's right. Yep. It, it, it compounds, it compounds. I don't know so if that's the right word to use, but it, it, it right. it's like a compounding number. Right. So what do you think you do better? Like what, what's something that you've done, especially in this market that you don't think other people are doing? And I know you said you don't worry about other people's stats, but your numbers are extraordinarily high. So there has to be something that you've analyzed. Like I separate myself this way and here's what it is. Or is that more like a recipe, like a family recipe? Like I can't tell anybody. I think it's my, you know, if you want a straight answer, but don't tell, don't tell anybody. I think it's my looks. All right, so uh, you cut out that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's oh, definitely not that, Brad. Oh, man, was that funny though? It was. It, it was funny because you know. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, hey, there's there's not some family recipe secret. You know, mm -hmm. I believe in my digital marketing guy that I have. Um, I'm not going to share him with anybody, right? In my industry, yeah. um, I believe in him. But outside of that, it's. Um, treating people it's crazy it's crazy how far it will go to return somebody's phone call or when you tell somebody you're going to do something you got to do it mm -hmm. right if you tell somebody you're going to do something in real estate um you need to you need to make sure you do it in a timely manner because the amount of the amount of credibility that gives that gives me um and other good agents other good agents you know that a lot of it's like go golden rule type stuff 
um, right. stuff like that. Like my, hopefully my sick, you know, when James is five or six, she understands. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's doing that stuff the right way. That means, means the world. And, and like I always say, um, on a podcast or interview, I'm very repetitive. So I, I'm kind of sick of saying it, but you got to invest back in your business. Mm. Um, I'm trying, like if Christian went out and bought a really nice gym, right? Where you have weights and you train jujitsu and you you went out and you got a business loan. I would like to think if it's brand new, part of what you're going to do is invest in marketing, you know, right. put a billboard out there, invest in Google, do some nice flyers or some print, have a, have an open house on a Saturday where people come in and see the gym, have a grand opening, community have a outreach, grand opening. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like have some, have a podcast interview where you interview, you know, other jujitsu guys. I would like to think you would do that. Well, same thing with real estate, right? I, if I sell a home, I should take part of that money and put it right back into marketing and getting my name out there. Mm -hmm. My, uh, did my feed cut off? It did. Yeah. Okay. One second. I'm going to have to switch cameras. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, I guess my camera died. I don't know. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. You look good. I still see you. I appreciate it. Well, if you can see me, I look good. So back to the looks, right? Yeah. Um, how has COVID affected this whole thing? Yeah, it's been a huge, it's been a huge positive. COVID has, um, you know, our governor in Florida, a lot of people like the freedom he gives. Yeah. Um, you know, I, a lot of people like to, to migrate here, to come down here. And, um, you know, being that we've kind of been left open as a state as much as we can, mm -hmm. um, you know, we were on lockdown in the very beginning in 2020, but the fact that we've been able to, um, you know, stay open for the majority, a lot of people from other states will come to Florida to, to escape, to escape the big city where yeah. I live. Where I live, in my opinion, I'm, I'm biased. It's Mayberry on the beach, right? Mayberry on the beach. Have you, have you been here? Maybe. Is it is it close to the place where they filmed the Truman Show? Yeah, that's where I live. Yeah. Okay. Not, yeah, not I've been in, there. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? What's that? Uh, seaside or something like that? Yep. Yeah, yep. I've been there. It's a nice place. That's one of the coolest towns I've been to. Yep. That's where my uncle had his wedding. Yeah. What's what's right? What's south of that? There's like a town. Uh, there's nothing south of Seaside besides a few restaurants in the Gulf of Mexico. Is it like Destin is close to it? Destin and Panama City Beach. Okay, yep. so maybe he had his wedding in Destin and then we went over there. Okay. Yeah, cool town. Yeah, yeah. Really cool town. Uh, and how long have you been down there? Um, four and a half years. And then what were you doing when you first got – you were just doing the um, – yeah, just working from preschool. afar, just being a dad. Yep. Okay. Now the preschools, is that more of like a passive passion thing that you do? No, it's 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 uh it's it's part of our livelihood. You know, yeah. we, we love it. Um Kristen head handles a lot of that because I got into real estate. Right. Um, I got into real estate when COVID first happened, right? And there was a lot of unknowns with the preschool that kind of forced me to do real estate. Um there were a lot, you know, a lot of parents were taking their kids out of the preschool. Mm -hmm. So financially, we didn't know what would happen. Um, and that, that kind of forced me to get into real estate, but my dad's involved in the business and Kristen and, you know, 
we absolutely love our leaders. We love the, the, the staff and we're, we're up in Kansas City quite a bit because that's where my wife's from. Right. She went to Liberty High School. So it allows us to go back and, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt that the Chiefs play there as well. Now you, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but you get some of the, the kids from the, uh, the Chiefs players' kids that go there? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that happens. That yeah. ever change your betting line a little bit? What you? <laughs> no, no, no. That's funny. And then, so you, you were talking about COVID. We were talking about COVID and we got about, you know, two, three minutes here. You said in the beginning of the podcast that this is a two to three home, you know, people are buying their second and third home. Has COVID changed that a little bit? Do you think you deal with a lot more first time home buyers in Cal or in Florida than most people, or is it still second and third homes? Still second and third home. Yep. They're buying like their a second, like where they, they, they live in Dallas and they're buying a second home here or they live, they live in, you know, yeah. Or they live here and they're an investor buyer. So it's a lot of people where it's their second or third residences. Yep. Gotcha. And so they're keeping their homes in other places. That's right. And they live there full time and they come here to vacation. Okay, cool. Man, that's about all I got. I mean, I had a list of questions to ask you about real estate. Is there anything else that you think, you know, what, what is something that you're like, you know, two years ago, you'd give yourself some advice to have actually, you know, to been able to hit that hundred that first year. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, really good final question, I guess, or a really good closure question. Um, you know, what would I change is hire more support staff sooner. Hmm hire more. Um, there's been times I've been drinking out of a fire hose. And if I would have hired more support staff, um, you know, an in, internal transaction coordinator stuff that that's probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but internal marketing person to help me or a full-time admin or a business manager mm -hmm. to help me. Um, my quality of life, right. My work life balance is probably not the best. If you ask my wife, mm -hmm. um, she wants more quality time and, and I'm going to give her that. And my girls, um, but it's been busy. It's been a busy two years and there's no excuse for that. So that would be my best advice is, is hire more support staff sooner, earlier, and, you know, kind of dive in on that investment to give myself a better work-life balance. Um, that cause the, cause the whole, you know, you're always on call, what your friends told you, what you mentioned earlier. Um, that was, that was very well said by you. So if I would have more support staff, it'd allow me better quality time at home. When, yeah. the, phone is, when the phone is ringing at seven o'clock, I can, I can ignore it and have dinner and call the person back. Yeah. Right. But that's a, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of that would have to be confidence though, knowing that this is going to work out because that's if you true. just, you know, go and hire support staff and then it doesn't work out or you don't have the confidence that it's going to work out, that's probably a little fruitless. That's true. That, it, it, which is why I didn't do it. But yeah, right. you're exactly right. Cool. Cool, man. Well, hey, where can people find you if they uh, are moving to Florida, which a lot of people are right now? What's uh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, my mobile number is 850-842-8800. Um, I'm on Instagram, Brad, Instagram, Brad underscore Daler, um, 30A. Um, or my email address is just Brad at BP paulfla.com brad at bpfla.com so hey I, I enjoy it man it's gonna be good to follow you I've, I've watched a few of your youtube interviews and i'm gonna continue to do so i appreciate it i'm gonna have uh 
I'm going to try to get Francis on. He just won. He just defended his belt. Uh, I'll ask him when I see him at the gym if he wants to come on. But uh, hopefully that'd be cool. Have the have world heavyweight champ on soon. So we'll see. I'll speak it into existence. He's coming on. So it's going to happen. So okay, keep it up, Christian. See you, brother. Have a good one, buddy. Okay, bye.